It's time for South Dakota's Sports Talk Show. This is the Nate Brown Show, featuring live callers, live interviews, and thought-provoking sports talk. From the biggest national names to the hottest local stories, welcome to the Nate Brown Show on Fox Sports Rapid City. Here's your host, Nate Brown. Well, good Wednesday afternoon. Welcome in. The Nate Brown Show is live, 106.7 FM, 1150 AM, Fox Sports Rapid City. How are you? A little wet out there. Good moisture today. It's always a great day in the Black Hills. Remember that. South Dakota Sports Talk Show ready to roll midweek with a great guest lineup, thought-provoking sports talk. We'll have some discussion um, some debate, some fun. I think we'll have it all. By the way, tomorrow, little debut of something new on the show in the 5 o'clock hour. We're going to have a happy hour with a guest host. Happy hour on Thursdays? What's that going to be like? With a guest host, Rob Kegron's coming in. Rob has a great history in radio, hosted his own national show, and we've got him in on Thursdays now. So, you guys will have somebody to argue with me back and forth besides Matt Kearney. I mean, Matt Kearney is always in the in the wing here, and he's always saying this and texting that. So now I got two guys to deal with on Thursdays in the 5 o'clock hour. So little heads up, starting tomorrow, we're going to launch the uh, 5 o'clock happy hour with the Nate Brown Show and Rob Kegron as our guest host in the 5 o'clock hour. Should be fun. On the Wednesday show, Let's get to the guest lineup. Let's get to the question of the day. Here we go. We are brought to you in part by the Rehab Doctors. When it comes to pain relief without surgery, see the board-certified specialists in Rapid City treating all non-surgical injuries right there at therehabdoctors.com. Start there. Take your first step to feeling better. Take a look. Back pain, neck pain, leg pain, therehabdoctors.com. The official sports medicine physicians of the Rapid City Rush. Off and running on a Wednesday. Here, here's how it looks. Doug Gottlieb's going to join us today. How about Doug? Going to have Dougie on. He was just wrapped up here a while ago. We'll have Doug Gottlieb on talking hoops. Fox Sports Radio national host, one of our favorites. Doug going to join us live from L.A. Nuggets up 1-0. How about that? Uh, who are we rooting for in that series? I'm getting debates here on the program. The Nuggets are the underdog. They haven't won an NBA title. They're trying to get to the NBA Finals. They're the underdog. They're the regional team. The Nuggets don't have, like, as big a draw as the Broncos, right, in the history there. But who are you rooting for? I'm getting some Nuggets fans. I'm getting some Lakers fans. And uh, I feel like people are on both sides of this issue, straddling the fence. Oh, I love the Lakers. I've always loved the Lakers. I'm getting a lot of that. We'll talk to um, – Doug Gottlieb tonight. Craig Maddock on tap. East River meets West River. Great segment straight ahead. A lot to get to in South Dakota sports. SDPB Sports. Craig Maddock live from Sioux Falls. A.J. Perez is on from New York. Senior reporter. Frontofficesports.com. The business of sports in the headlines today in a big way. I'm going to start the show with it as a matter of fact. And then we'll get to A.J. Perez. Frontofficesports.com. Senior reporter. And Brian No is on the way. Fox Sports Radio national host as well. The No Show. Yes, Brian No in on a Wednesday. So a packed lineup. Hey, and by the way, we're going to talk local with Zach Hockert. He's the head coach for Black Hills Lacrosse. Okay, Black Hills Lacrosse, a sport that uh, has grown in popularity. They got their home tournament this weekend. So I said, hey, we got to uh, shed a light on this. We like hitting on a lot of the sports. And uh, Zach Hockert's going to join us. He's the head voice coach, Black Hills Lacrosse. All right, packed Wednesday show. Congrats, by the way. 
to Rapid City Christian bringing home the Class A boys state tennis title. I mean, that's a big thing. So congrats. Rapid City Christian, I've been saying on the show, their athletic programs are getting better and better. It's not like they've been they've been bad, but they're getting better and better all the way across the board. Girls basketball, boys basketball, football, tennis now. Good stuff. Rapid City Christian, the Class A boys state tennis champion. I don't know if you guys uh, noticed that. Had to give them a big shout-out here as we start the program. Um, let's get going. 720-1067 is our number. 720-1067, that's the studio line. Barron's Wilson text line open and ready. 720-1067. Direct text the show, 720-1067. All right, you're set. We're ready. You know the deal. The Nate Brown Show off and running. South Dakota Sports Talk Show ready to go. Uh, listener text really quick. I'm rooting for the Nuggets. I hate the Lakers. <laughs> Especially LeBron. Oh, you hate LeBron? That bad? I know. LeBron, you know, sometimes people love him. Sometimes people hate him. I, I get it. Um, I'm rooting for the Nuggets. I was not rooting for the Nuggets against my Phoenix Suns. I was hoping my daughters would have a great experience, watch the Suns make the finals, the whole thing. There have been huge uh, Phoenix Suns fans. So I was rooting for the Suns. Now I'm flipped. I'm going Nuggets. I have to go Nuggets. I'm not a Lakers fan. I've never been a Lakers fan, okay? Never been a Lakers fan. And so I'm not going to be one now. I mean, that's out the window. So I'm going Nuggets. Uh, not only regional favorite, but kind of that upstart, that underdog. Yeah, so I'm in on the Nuggets as well. Doug Gottlieb coming up. Uh, I want to get his reaction to the seven foot four, seven foot five, if you want to say, kid Victor Wembanyama from France. He was talked about. He's going to be the number one pick, the generational guy. We'll get to Doug, good basketball guest coming up. I got to start with a hockey story because it's a big story in sports. It's a big picture story in sports. I'm not a hockey expert. I readily admit that. I don't. I didn't play the game. Haven't followed it really, really closely. Rapid City has grown as a hockey town. I will say that with the Rapid City Rush, I wasn't sure all the way back when I was here, and the Rush were gonna. I, I remember being on. I was on another radio station. I was a country uh, morning show host. Could you all believe this? I mean, go back to my my first life. What type of life was that? I was a country morning show host, and I remember when Rapid City said. Hey, we need to, uh, we're going to do a fan contest to name the Rapid City hockey team. The announcement came out, Rapid City's going to get a minor league hockey team, and then we're going to do a fan contest to name the team. It brings back good memories outside of the country morning show. I mean, I, I learned a lot of stuff during that time. And we called them the Rapid City Rush. The Rush have uh, been successful. There were some up and down years there. We all know that now, documented. We all know what's happened. Now new ownership comes in last couple of years, and I feel like the Rush are going strong still in Rapid City. So Rapid City as a hockey town has surprised me. I didn't see it coming. I, I was thinking, okay, what's going to be the demographic here? Who's going to go watch these games? They have a faithful uh, fan following, a local following. The organization has done a lot in the community. The players do a lot in the community. The ownership now here is, is, 
it's new, but they've been connected, getting local people involved, and I think they're running a good show. It's a, it's a fairly big company, owning a couple of teams uh, involved in NASCAR and the whole thing, and so it's solvent. It's it's uh, feeling good if you're a Rapid City Rush hand uh, for the future of hockey. And the reason I bring this up, I were to think, where would we be if the Rapid City Rush had to say, hey, guys, we need something different in Rapid City. It brings me back to when the rush started. We all did what here in this town? We voted to help build that ice arena onto the Civic Center for the Rapid City Rush. I mean, it, it takes a private-public partnership, and Rapid City stepped up there in a big way. That facility has been really, really nice. You think about um, that facility in a market like this, that is really, really good. And so I think about it and I say, Rapid City even stepped up at that time and built an arena for the Rush. Now, we've, we've done other events in there, but, but it's a Rush arena at the Civic Center. They're the biggest tenant. They're the ones that get the most benefit, right? And then we do some other things in there, and it's, it, and it's fine. But the community did that. The community stepped up on that. And now I think about, what would we do today? Just, just go back, think about the dynamics of where we're at politically, where we're at with government, and people talking about, okay, can we trust this? Can we trust that? Do you think, this is just a, a question I have today, do you think Rapid City citizens would vote for an ice arena today like the one we did years ago? Just a thought. I don't need... You know, uh, I'm not going to start a debate there necessarily on it. My answer is I'm really not sure. I was proud that Rapid City did the monument. I, I absolutely believed we needed a new facility. I think we need to pick up the pace in that facility, to be honest. I think we need to pick up the pace. I think we need to get really, really aggressive. I still think we're missing some things at the new Monument Summit Arena. That's another segment for another day. But I was proud that we got that done. I think it was a real uh, use of the vision fund. When you have a vision fund, being able to pay for it, you don't have to create any new taxes. The one-cent tax is allows us to use our tourism economic impact and make our community better. I was proud that we did the monument. When I thought about the rush deal and the ice arena, I thought, man, this is something. Fans really want this. Fans are going to step forward on this. They're going to help on this. And the Vision Fund also was used to help with that, the ice arena. Do you think in today's culture, in today's climate, that's what I'm asking today, would we do that again? And I have to tell you, I'm not so sure. I am not so sure. And the reason I say that is, this story that came out today in the NHL, the Arizona Coyotes. The Arizona Coyotes were trying to get a new entertainment district. Now, there's some, there's some details on this you need to hear. They were not asking for the public to pay for it. This was going to be a privately funded operation, $2 billion dollars. In the city of Tempe, now Tempe's right there in Phoenix. It's all broken up if you've been down there like uh, many of us have. Tempe's right there. 
the Coyotes wanted to, to build a new arena, entertainment district, city-owned land, the whole thing, and get that done. And the city of Tempe wanted to do it. But the city council said, hey, let's send it to a vote and see what the voters say. And the voters killed it last night. If that doesn't tell you where things are at a little bit, I don't know what does. That wasn't even a publicly financed thing. It was city-owned land. That was a big part of it. But the money coming behind it to build the stadium, to build the hotels, all that stuff, that was privately funded by a big company. And the voters in Tempe still said to the Arizona Coyotes, no, we're out. I actually am surprised by it, but it does give me a little wake-up call. Thanks for calling. You're live, and you go ahead. Hey, Nate. How are you? Hey, I'm doing good. What's up? I'm going to have to agree with you. I, not in this town. We haven't, how many years have been since we passed a school board bond? Long time. Long time. We were close last time, but boy, um, it's been a long time. You know, we have you know, we have a lot of older people that are here and moving here more and more all the time. And, uh, you know, I think they forget that, you know, their kids were were in school at one time and someone paid for their Yes, yes. I would agree with that, by the way. And we, we can't seem to get bond issues passed and... Sioux Falls passes them, boom, 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 one after another. You know, and the community surrounding Sioux Falls um, pass those things continuously. And so if we can't do that for our kids, I don't think we can step up for, for a sports venue. And, uh, I don't think I, – I have a feeling, uh, like, I'm just going back in time. If the rush needed an arena, I don't think we would do that. You know, not pay for the whole thing, but even even a big chunk of it. I just don't think we would. I don't know if the new Summit Arena today would pass like it did years ago, just a few years ago. Yeah, I, I don't think so. Well, I remember it, the first time it went down big time because it was too much money. Yes, People very it was, big. It was, a lot. It was yep. way too much. Yep. Way over overbuilt for for a community that size. So I, you know, I don't. I really don't think so. You know, or. What would, you do, going up. <laughs> what would you, you know. do if you're an owner of a pro sports team? You're the owner of the Coyotes. This example. You don't get an entertainment district that you had privately funded, and the city of Tempe and the citizens voted it down last night. Still, no taxpayer money. What would you do if you're the owner of the Coyotes? You're gone? I'd go somewhere else. <laughs> I just, Seriously? Now, you know, yeah. I think, I think the uh, part of the problem in uh, some of these cities is the ownership of a team isn't willing to put up enough of their own money and yeah, people that's have been happened. burned yep. before. Yep. You know, they, they pay for a new arena. You know, in 10 years, the team leaves for a, you know, a better offer somewhere else. And then they're stuck paying for an arena still that the team they voted for to use it isn't even there anymore. And so I think, you know, ownership needs to step up too. And I'm, I'm saying at least a minimum 50-50, I think, when you're coming to a, a new arena, a new building. That, this one here, you know. this one in Tempe surprised me because they were going to get city-owned land, but they had $2 billion privately funded uh, up to $1.9 billion. So we're talking about nearly 100% of the projects privately funded, and the citizens still voted it down. What that tells me is I think the citizens thought, oh, is this more taxpayer money going to this thing? You know, citizens are clueless. Half of them, right? Yeah. Well, look at look at look at Oakland. They had 
we got the worst ballpark in the major leagues, and we still wouldn't vote for a new ballpark. And so I'm, you know, I'm glad Oakland did. And the A's are going to Vegas. I, I don't blame them one bit. That's a horrible stadium. I've been there watching a game or two, and it's a horrible place to watch a game, football or or especially for baseball. It's, just, it's ugly. It's in, a, it's in a rough area. It's... Here's the thing. The owners do have a, a piece in this, including the Oakland owner, the Coyotes owner. I, I think both of these owners, they got to take some responsibility of why has this not worked. I, I do believe that. Um, yeah, because, you know, the, the value of their investment goes up every year, too. So, they, yes. you know, those guys make pretty darn good money, and a lot of them try to stick the community for the cost of their building or a major portion right, of it. Right, right. They're... They're making money hand over fist, and I don't blame the taxpayers in some of these cities because I, I think they've been taken advantage of, you know, and they've seen other cities taken advantage of, and they're not going to let it happen to their city. So I think, you know, the ownership needs, they have some share of the blame. In it's interesting. Too. I, I relate this to Rapid City. What would we do now? It's just, just uh, you know, hypothetical. It's interesting. Thanks for getting in. I appreciate okay, it. Um, yeah, I, I just think about that. Because because we've done some big things here, but I feel like I feel like we've taken a little bit of step back from public sentiment, saying, I I don't know if we would do a Summit Arena at this point. I think we got that Summit Arena vote done, and it was championed, and people were plugged in on it, and and people kind of knew, hey, Rapid City, we got to get past the 1970s here in the Barnett Arena. We we got to get something. I'm not so sure that that would go through today. And this Arizona Coyotes story, there's responsibility with the ownership down there. They've had a mess. I'm not going to get into every line item of what the Coyotes' history has been down there. They've been all over the map. They had a deal in Glendale, then then they pulled that. And so they said, well, we're going to get our sights set on Tempe. Tempe's the place. Hey, we get some city-owned land, and we're going to put together a – uh, sixteen thousand seat arena, couple of hotels, thirty five hundred person theater, some residential units. Let's put a deal in. Tempe's popping with Arizona State and that whole thing. It's young, and the voters voted fifty six percent no last night, forty four percent yes. They had the propositions on the ballot, and Tempe, Arizona, says to the Arizona Coyotes, no stadium here, even though. The stadium, the whole thing basically was going to be covered. I mean, that's it, it might have been the best deal in sports stadiums. <laughs> it might have been the best deal out there. This wasn't one of those, hey, we need you to build a U.S. Bank Stadium in Minneapolis, which, which by the way, the Wilfs got that handled, got a lot of help from the taxpayers. Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas, we pay for that, you and I, every time we go and stay in a Las Vegas hotel. We pay for that. They got that public finance that way through the taxes on the hospitality side. This Tempe thing was right there in front of them. How much do they want the Arizona Coyotes? Well, the Coyotes have struggled. They've been in a 5,000-seat arena at Arizona State. I, th- I know there's fans of this team, but, boy, this one stuns me. Maybe the best deal in sports when it comes to stadiums I've seen in a long time. Hey, it's covered privately? We just need the city of Tempe voters to vote for it, you know, on the city-owned land. No, nah, I don't think so. Look out. Look out. What does that tell you? What would you do if you're the owner of the Coyotes? 
I mean, I asked that question. What would you do if they're the owner of the Coyotes? They're going to play at Arizona State again next year. He's already said that. They're going to play again next year at Arizona State. You know what I would do? I honestly would say, okay, Houston, mm, I could go there. Atlanta, I could go there. I mean, these are some big boy markets. Some big boy markets. Thanks for calling your live today, and you go ahead. Heck, go to Canada. Yeah, that's where they came from, (laughs) by the way. Yep, so, you know, you look at the, you know, history of stadiums, you know, Minnesota is a perfect example of the pugnacious citizens of Minnesota that just didn't want to give them a new stadium. And the Metrodome was a dump. But they did it. They finally did it. They finally did it. it. It was like pulling hair. It was terrible. I was just beside myself for years. What do you say about this Coyotes deal? I mean, this one surprises me. Not taxpayer-funded, just wanted a city-owned land, uh, stadium, property. They had a plan, and the voters said no. I think it should be a slam dunk. I think they should, you know, grant them the stadium. They're they're paying for it. Let them do it and keep a, you know, professional hockey team in your city. Yeah, it's wild to me. Maybe, I I don't know. Maybe they just don't like the Coyotes. I know they've been struggling. But that's wild to me. It blows my mind. There's got to be some politics involved that we're not maybe hearing about. But I tell you what, it's, it's pretty surprising to me. Big time. Thanks, buddy. I appreciate it. Um, thanks for getting in. Good to hear from you. We're off and running on a Wednesday, the Nate Brown Show Live. My question of the day actually is, if you're the owner of a pro sports team and the citizens don't vote to approve a new stadium, I didn't talk about taxpayer money this time. That wasn't this for the Coyotes. There's not taxpayer money here. There's the public sentiment, though. I think this public skepticism in certain ways of, hey, what's the real story here? I honestly believe that. I think people are clueless half the time, and I think they think, wait a minute, this is a sports stadium thing. This is tax breaks for the owner. These guys are billionaires. I don't think so. I couldn't tell you what the folks said going into their ballot uh, box yesterday. But I just have a feeling. I honestly have a feeling when you think about, did you guys think this through? Did you look at this? Okay, this wasn't a taxpayer-funded stadium uh, entertainment district. This was a privately funded thing. And the Coyotes didn't get it done. So what would you do if the owner of a pro sports team like that and the citizens say no? Would you just move the team? End of story. That's my question of the day. Tell me, 720-1067, would you just move the team or do you have to try and make this work? Hey, let, let, let's try again. Let's try Mesa. Let, let's, let's go back to the drawing board here. I'm going to tell you, I look at it from this standpoint. I've been uh, reading about this story from various outlets today, getting details. I'm, I'm bagging it. If I'm the Coyotes owner, I know they haven't done great things. I know they've been up and down and around and litigation and stuff with city and, and things like this. I'm bagging it. It's like, how are we going to get a successful organization going here when we can't get a new stadium, uh, even when we pay for it with private funds from a company? I'm bagging it. What do you say? 720-1067, listener text. Maybe the Coyotes should come here to Rapid City. <laughs> Um, easy, easy. We had an affiliation with the Coyotes. The Rush had an affiliation with the Coyotes. That, that, yeah, that, I'm glad we uh, changed that one up. Let's just say that. 
Okay. Coyotes, I think, are um, – I think they're in trouble. Meaning, that's not going to be an Arizona hockey uh, team. So, I've got a list here of places where they could go. Houston, that makes sense right there with the Dallas Stars. Houston, that's a massive market. Toyota Center is ready to roll. Um, Houston, Atlanta. What about Kansas City? Yeah, Kansas City's in the ECHL. Could they handle a NHL, an NHL team there? Thanks for calling. You're live today, and you go ahead. Hey, Nate. So, uh, you know, I think there is a lot of backlash about taxes right now. And, you know, I mean, like, my property taxes are going crazy. Inflation's bad. Yes. But uh, that I plays also a think factor. there's a – I think there's an element, though, of do I really get to use that because – I can't afford to go to those games that are mm. $100, dollars mm. a night. You know what I'm saying? So how does it really affect me? Not, not at all. And then also, you know, there's going to be a, a burden on the city in some way with the infrastructure to handle the traffic, yes. to handle yes. the parking. Yes. So there's going to be a tax burden, period. I, you know, I think there's a lot of factors. Well, here's the you thing. Know, are they, so, so you're saying, hey, maybe the Coyotes – Maybe they're just not popular enough. Maybe they're just not. That's kind of what it sounds like down there. Well, it, 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 I don't think it's just the Coyotes. I think it's all the all the sports franchises are getting so expensive to go to the game. You know, I mean, even a baseball game. You know, I mean, you take your family to the baseball game. It's gonna cost you five hundred bucks or something. You know, and it's just not. A lot of us can't do that kind of thing. So for us, it's like, hey, you know, why even? Why why vote for it when I won't get to use it anyways? You I know? got you. I got then, you. I, I think, too, part of it is a lot of times what will happen now is this billionaire will buy a couple votes on the city council, and he'll get it through anyways. So. <laughs> well, city you know council, yeah, they wanted to do it, and uh, then they sent it to the voters, and they said no. It still surprises me, and I think they're going to yeah, lose the they, team over it. It seems like that's what happened with the monument is that it got voted down a couple times and then they built it anyways. So, right. and I was for the monument, and I I think those kind of things are great for a city. But you know, sometimes the sports stuff just it gets so expensive. And I, I'm a I love National Football League. I watch it all the time. But you know, it's like. I watched on TV because I, there's no way I can afford a game. You know? <laughs> right. I appreciate it. Thanks for getting in. That's a good point. That really is a good point. I mean, he, he's got to saying, hey, man, everything's expensive. I got I got this. I got that. And now we, we're going to vote for this, too. And, and it's still seen as a benefit for a rich owner and an organization. Right? That's kind of what it, it it's still seen as. I just feel like this one here might might be one of the best pro sports stadium deals I've ever seen. You're not asking the public to pay for it up front, right? Maybe some of the infrastructure, some of the congestion, some of the traffic, and, and that land piece. Maybe we're saying, hey, we should do something else with this 46-acre uh, land, which is a landfill, by the way, right now. But uh, you know, <laughs> that's a tough one. If I'm the Coyotes owner, sorry, I'm out. That's it. It's it. That's the game you play. I'm out. AJ Perez is in next, senior reporter for FrontOfficeSports.com. Live next. From high school to college to the pros, this is the Nate Brown Show on 106.7 FM and 11:50 AM, Fox Sports, Rapid City. 
Warren Chemical and Equipment Company has a five-step lawn care program to make your lawn the best it can be. Let Warren take care of your lawn weeds, plus five applications of fertilizer and micronutrients for a green, healthy lawn. We also offer lawn aeration to help your lawn breathe. Warren's five-step lawn pro service is the original lawn service company in Rapid City. Single applications of weed and feed or just lawn weeds are also available. Call Warren Chemical and Equipment Company for an estimate on our five-step lawn care program for your lawn. Phone 342-7640. Here's your Fox Sports Rapid City forecast. Cloudy skies expected tonight with a chance for scattered thunderstorms. Lows level off around 49. Northwest winds 8 to 15 miles per hour. High temperatures reach up to 70 tomorrow. Partly cloudy. Lows level off around 40 tomorrow night. Sunny skies and calm Friday with daytime highs approaching 67. 81 Saturday. That's your forecast on the Black Hills Sports Station, Fox Sports Rapid City. Currently, it's 54. Looking for a used truck? We've got them at Denny Meadow Rushmore Honda. Choose from late model local trades. Fords, GMCs, Rams, Toyotas, Nissans, Chevys, and more. Half tons, three-quarter tons, and heavy-duty trucks. Plus, we have the area's best selection of pre-owned Honda and Honda certified pre-owned trucks and SUVs. Keep your cash for summer fun and buy with no money down. And make no payments for 90 days. The used trucks you want are here at Denny Meadow Rushmore Honda or RushmoreHonda.com. Need somewhere to go for a quick bite to eat for lunch? Murphy's has you covered with a half sandwich and soup lunch special, plus daily specials to get you fueled up and ready for the rest of the day. Meet and eat for lunch at Murphy's, a Rapid City icon. When it comes to protecting your home and your belongings, what works for your neighbor most likely won't work for you. Insurance is personal, and that's why the coverage specialists at Fisher Rounds & Associates work with you to tailor a policy that protects your family, home, auto, and other valuable possessions at the most reasonable cost possible. We sweat the small and the big stuff, so you don't have to. That's at your service, at your side. Fisher Rounds & Associates, with offices in Pierre, Mitchell, Rapid City, Sioux Falls, and Watertown. Hi, this is Dan Patrick. Remember to catch me weekday mornings from 7 until 10 a.m. right here on 106.7 FM and 1150 AM Fox Sports Rapid City. And now, back to Rapid City Sports Talk Show, the Nate Brown Show. Nate. Hey, welcome back in. Just getting started on a Wednesday. Glad you're here. The Nate Brown Show live, Fox Sports, Rapid City. Wednesday show packed tonight. Doug Gottlieb's going to join us live. Hey, Doug has to do his show in L.A. on Fox Sports Radio. And then I sent him a message. I said, hey, Doug, we got to talk some hoops, man. Get your perspective here on this seven foot five prospect out of France. Could be the number one pick. And the number one pick in the NBA draft will be going to the San Antonio Spurs. Victor Wembenyama. Doug Gottlieb coming up. Craig Maddox on from Sioux Falls straight ahead. SDPB Sports, East River meets West River, a weekly segment. First, A.J. Perez. I want to get his thoughts on this Arizona Coyotes situation. It's a bad deal, I'll tell you that. Coyotes are thinking about what are we going to do? Okay, senior reporter, frontofficesports.com. They've got coverage on this, frontofficesports.com. A.J., good to have you back on. How are you? Not bad. Thanks for having me. I appreciate your time. So I started the show with this uh, story because it's a it's a big-picture uh, sports story, and I say I wonder if this tells us kind of where we're at in society a little bit with, with owners, sports teams, 
um, public support and, and maybe the public, I don't know, misinformation of, hey, are, are we going to have to spend our own money on this? Is, is, is this taxpayer funded? Because this thing wasn't in Arizona, in Tempe. It was, it was all of it, darn near all of it, privately funded. And the voters last night still didn't vote for the propositions. What do you say about this deal on the surface? Yeah, I mean, the voters, uh, the voters there in Tempe, um, they, the counties didn't get, and there was a little kind of back and forth, I think, between the league, the, the, um, the pack that was created to support this, between the league and the Coyotes, yeah, whether, you know, how hard they went, but they went pretty hard. They really just kind of fell, they couldn't get, the campaign effort didn't get the young voters out. And the older voters, none of them, none of the three ballot measures got above 44%. And you're right. It's about $200 million of bonds, but those, but that was to basically go to refurb, like rehabbing the landfill that this, this is an unused piece of, it was like waste. It was, it's just like a, a plot of land with a landfill. It needs to be cleaned up. So, you know, the cleanup cost is probably closer to $75 million. Uh, the coyotes were going for $200 million. So it'd be, you know, a little disparity there, but we're talking about not much. And that was going to be back paid back via, you know, sales tax and ticket fees and everything else. So there's a very little risk. That's why that's why a lot of people thought it would be a slam dunk, but it's a, it's a product that every one of these things is different. Uh, the counties have just languished there since 96 when they moved there. It's been awful. It's had awful owners. Uh, Alex, the current owner, is doing his best uh, and to, 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 to correct that, but he's working against, you know, 15, 16, 17 years of awful ownership, a bankruptcy, lead control before that. It, it just... When you when you have that much going against you, you know, literally last night on on Twitter last night when the when the results came out, and literally they picked a landfill over and over the an NHL team, which is it's just amazing. I I believe that as well. I I feel it to be remarkable because a lot of these deals do need public support. A lot of these owners ask the public to be like fifty fifty. We're talking a lot of money, and a lot of cities say, yeah, we're in. Um, like Minneapolis did for the Vikings, U.S. Bank Stadium. Uh, there's there's a bunch yeah. of these examples. So was exactly. It- and I, one thing I want to hop in there. You got to separate the NFL out from everything else because right now there's two billion dollars going back to the Raiders Stadium. Two billion dollars between the Raiders, which is a privately owned stadium. Seven fifty. They got you know three quarters of a billion dollars for that. Yeah, and then we have basically public financing. Sorry, three. Yeah, three billion dollars actually. Uh, between the Tennessee Titans and their their new stadium, which is being built, and Buffalo, but those are both yes, owned by the yes. government, local government. But it, it's like it's but it's not the NFL, and we have this here in DC. There's already a little battle going on with the new ownership here that hasn't been officially uh, put in place yet. You know, you got to separate. It's like the NFL is one thing, like everything else in the sports media, sports sports in general. It's the NFL and everybody else. Okay, so that's interesting because I said this: Are the Coyotes because of their history? Because of their brand, I mean, every organization has a brand in the community. Are they just not popular enough to win this vote? No, it wasn't. I mean, I was there for the first game in October when they played it, the 5,000-seat ASU Stadium. Uh, sorry, Mullet Arena. And, I was, uh, and I was, it was a great vibe. And, but you could see, there were, the player, at least for the first couple home, uh, first couple, I think it was the first six home, um, home games, the visiting team was getting dressed. The dressing room was on top of a practice rink, and there were just boards over the over the ice. It was cold in that visiting locker room. Uh, you know, it was not ideal, and it's kind of it's. And the other owners don't like it. They're like, "Oh, great, we have we have one of our teams is playing in a college arena, not even a big college arena. I mean, it's bigger college arenas up you know up north, 
you know, there, it, it's just, it, it, it was, it's, it was, it's, it's, it's how we got here is just amazing. And how I bear, this is a big, Gary Bettman's biggest blemish. 30 years as commissioner, he screwed this up. And he's going to, and he screwed it up going back 13, 14 years. Okay, you know, so, just explain not that a, one. Explain Gary Bettman. Didn't, didn't he get involved here and say, we're going to have this team there in Arizona. We're going to keep this team there. Yeah, Moyes was a, was a trucking, big trucking tycoon. He, the team went bankrupt under him in 2009. So Jim Basile, who was the at the time when BlackBerry was a BlackBerry back then, you know he wanted to move the team to Ontario. Uh, Batman blocked that. They should have just let the team go. I mean, just you know, it was Batman was the league plus and plus a judge. They should just let him walk because it just doesn't. It's it's not going to work. He's got to give up eventually. You know, this is the, Gary Batman's done a lot of great things as commissioner. I know a lot of people have. You know, he's the he kind of created the, the commissioner boo basically. You know, he's not the most popular, but, you know, when you see league revenues, and I know he wiped out his season with the you know, lockout and everything else. You know, there are other blemishes on Gary Bettman's resume, but I, this is arguably his biggest, as I said on Twitter yesterday. It's just because, you know, it's you, this has spanned, you know, almost his entire run as commissioner. It's, 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 it's embarrassing for the league. It makes it look like a second-tier league. And really, when this stuff happens, you know, it, 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 makes, it, and, and it doesn't make the other owners happy. I mean, this is not – right. there are several great – um, uh, great run teams around the NHL, and to have this, you know, to happen. And Ottawa's not too far behind, but you know, obviously, the death of their owner last year set up this wholesale. I think they're going to be fine with with the new ownership. Whenever that's going to be, it's like I, well, we're, we're going to find out as soon as Monday if it doesn't leak over the weekend. You know, there's a, there there are a few franchises that struggle that lose money. There's debt. You know, there there are there are behind other sports, and I I think within ten years, MLS is going to surpass the um, surpass. The NHL. I, I just think it's. Just, I think it's. It's. A, it, it's a better run league. Even though soccer, I'm not a soccer fan. I'm a hockey guy. I play hockey multiple times a week. But it's such a better run league. The NHL is. You know. It's. You know. I love it. I watch. Watch almost every playoff game. It, but it's. It's. It's hard. And when these things happen, it's so embarrassing. Let me ask you about this. Couple more. I'll let him go. AJ Perez, FrontOfficeSports.com senior reporter. Um, Arizona Coyotes don't get this uh, deal for a stadium entertainment district. They had it privately funded, and uh, the owners voted, or the uh, voters said no last night. So is this done? You just said this isn't going to work. So they're going to yeah. play next year at Arizona State again. Yep. Again. Uh, when's yeah. this over no, for they, the Coyotes? They, they pretty much had to. Even though, yeah, we, we think, well, the season doesn't like it starts until October, right? Well, you got to get training camp in late August and stuff. You know, there's not a lot of time, and they don't want to rush into another bad situation. I really think I, if this team, I see this team selling and moving. I think that's the most likely avenue. And now everybody's, I, the top three cities are, you know, I, Salt Lake is where I think it's going to work best for them. Really? And I think Salt Lake really? will, get a, will get a team. Yeah, I think Salt Lake will get a team either in expansion or that. You know, Houston, you know, there's a couple of Houston and Quebec City or, you know, Houston. All those cities, all three of those cities right now, even though in, in Salt Lake City, that it, it would be kind of like a Barclays situation. They only get fourteen thousand until, but they could they could use the team there um, to you know to have a new home for both the Jazz and the Coyotes down within the next four or four or five years. I think that's like the you know plus you got to look at the Olympics. They're going to be they're going to be bidding for that. They're going to want a new venue. It makes the most sense. And, uh, you know, I don't know, having two, two teams in, in Texas, we've got three teams in California, I guess it could work. But I just don't, but having Houston, you know, I think Houston would be would be also be a strong market for them. You know, and Batman really has been against having another team move to Canada. But Quebec, I mean, you know they're going to get support there. 
it's just, it's got to be maddening for Quebec or even for Winnipeg, who lost this team yeah. or they got their you know got their team back from the Bashers. Uh, you know, it's it's got to be maddening for hockey fans when you see literally. You're going to 20,000 seat, 21,000 seat Montreal game, and you've seen 5,000 fans show up to an NHL game in Phoenix. It's got, it's the optics are so bad. And it's in, you know, and it's just the current ownership is doing their best. I think this is, they're making the best of a bad situation, hoping this Tempe thing would pass, and it's not going to. Now you're looking at Mesa, looking at Indian reservations. Like, where do you go? You know, I'm trying to, I'll, I'll, I'm talking to somebody, you know, there in Phoenix. About you know maybe maybe a, a move back to downtown, but you know how is that going to work? You know they you know Starver's gone. He was really against he, him and Bettman didn't get along apparently, and you know and they you know was against the NHL against the Coyotes you know playing in his in his arena downtown. But uh, we have new ownership there. You know we have uh, you know so it's uh, what what about so that, Atlanta? That could change too. What what about Atlanta? AJ? Oh, if Atlanta gets a third team, man, I really hope not. Jesus, I, I mean. I've covered games there, and there's hockey fans there, but I just, they don't, you know, hockey, you know, it just, it's failed twice. You know, you're going to go from a place that failed multiple times in one city <laughs> to uh, to a city that failed two franchises in, in totally, and they left town. I, I just don't see, you know, you got to give someone else a chance at that point, and I think, you know, get, and I think Quebec City, you know, obviously losing, losing the abs, you know, uh, or the Nordiques, uh, you know, it, that would be, you know that's a hog, but that's that's Canada. I mean, that, it's their sport. You know, yeah. you got to give them a second chance before you give a third chance to Atlanta, right? Well, at least that, that's the way I view, view it. I don't think it's viewed the same way in the NHL front offices, but, but NHL front office. But you know, that's how I view it. You know, I know it. You know, it affects things. You got TV ratings. You're going to have TV ratings dip in America if if the Coyotes leave. But will they dip by that much? Probably not, because they're not. No one's really watching the Coyotes. I mean. Oh, it's not on national TV a lot. This is an interesting story. Uh, really is to me in the big picture and, and the business of sports. That's what these guys got uh, at frontofficesports.com. A.J. Perez, great to have him. A hockey guy on top of it, Arizona Coyotes. Um, they're in trouble. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. They've been in trouble for a while, but they didn't get what they needed here to keep going, I guess. A.J., good to have you, man. Thanks for the time. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. A.J. Perez, senior reporter, frontofficesports.com, great guy to have. Yeah, he said, hey, I'm a hockey guy. He gets hockey. He said, the Coyotes, it's just not going to work. It's just not going to work. That's my question of the day on the Nate Brown Show. If you're an owner of a pro sports team and the citizens don't vote for a stadium that is privately funded, this was privately funded, not a big taxpayer deal, what do you do? Um... Let's go to the vote total here. 68% of you say, uh, I'm going to move the team. See ya. 68% move the team. See ya. 32% say, I'm going to try and figure it out. going to try and stay in the community and figure it out. I'm out, man. I am out. How about that? He says Salt Lake City. Salt Lake City on the front uh, burner there for NHL. Salt Lake City has the Utah Grizzlies right now in the ECHL. So all this stuff's kind of tied in. It's interesting. Craig Maddox in next on the Nate Brown Show, South Dakota Sports Talk Show with our East River Meets West River segment on the way, plus Doug Gottlieb later on. Hang on. This is South Dakota's Sports Talk Show, the Nate Brown Show on FoxSportsRapidCity.com and live on 106.7 FM and 1150 AM, Fox Sports Rapid City. 
Coming off a great week, Black Hills Harley-Davidson has 25 fresh trades that need to go. Hi, this is Kelly Rang. We have truckloads of new models arriving and we are running out of room. Take advantage of this unique situation and save big on all pre-owned in stock. How about an 08 Softail Custom or a 2010 Super Glide Custom? Your choice, just $69.95. Or how about an 07 Ultra or an 07 Heritage for just $79.95? We need to make room and you need a new to you, Harley, so now is the time to save big. See them all at Black Hills Harley-Davidson in Rapid City or check us out online at blackhillshd.com. Whether you run the race, make the catch, cast a line, pitch a tent, or just look good doing it, Shields Rapid City has your gear. From athletic clothing from your favorite team, cold weather gear to keep you warm, to the best camping selection this side of the Black Hills, and the most stylish and functional women's outerwear and footwear, Shields has the widest selection of the best brands in the business. So when you're ready to get out, get in the game, or get going, get to Shields. Shields, we're right there with you at Rushmore Crossing in Rapid City. Hi, this is Britt Wicket at Elevate Performance. Is the athlete in your family ready to take their game to the next level? It's time to sign up for our summer sports performance training being held at Black Hills CrossFit. These sessions will make your athletes stronger, faster, and more explosive. If you have a middle school or high school athlete that wants sports training with proven results, join us this summer at Black Hills CrossFit. The difference at Elevate Performance is we have a personal focus on every athlete. It's time to elevate your game this summer. Sign up for our sports performance training at ElevatePerformanceSD.com. Deadwood's biggest giveaways await you at First Gold Gaming Resort. Every Friday through Sunday, win a share of $8,600 in promo play through Hot Seat Drawings. Win $1,000 cash at the top of every hour from 5 till 11 p.m. on Saturday nights. Strike it rich quick on Saturday, May 27th during First Gold's $18,000 Golden Cash Blast. And don't miss our $2,000 slot tournaments every Friday and Sunday. First Gold Gaming Resort. It's where Deadwood begins and the winning never ends. This spring, millions of young men and women march across the stage, receive a diploma, and embark on a series of new challenges and opportunities. Graduation is an important milestone, and the members of the class of 2023 have earned the right to be recognized. We congratulate them for all their achievements and wish them every success in the years to come. The Heater Associates at Thrivent are proud to salute the class of 2023. Make a plan for your future. Google the Heater Associates in Rapid City. Hey, it's Chris Broussard. Remember to catch the iCouple weeknights from 6 to 8 p.m. right here on Fox Sports Rapid City. And now, let's get back to Rapid City sports talk show, The Nate Brown Show. Welcome back in South Dakota Sports Talk Show live weekdays 4 to 6. On 106.7 FM, 11.50 AM, Fox Sports Rapid City, the Black Hill Sports Stations. Find us online. Stream it, foxsportsrapidcity.com. Live stream always there. Hey, Doug Gottlieb's going to join us live straight ahead. Fox Sports Radio national host. You hear him weekdays 1 to 3. The Doug Gottlieb Show, and he's live on the Nate Brown Show coming up. East River meets West River with Craig Maddock, SDPB Sports. His podcast is in play. Live from Sioux Falls. Craig, good to have you on. How are you? Hey, I'm doing great, Nate. Always great to talk to you. I know, I know. It's just a joy. It's You just look forward <laughs> to it every week. Um, let me ask you about your reaction to this news that I broke. And, you know, I've been a part of the program, covered him a long time, know him very well. St. Thomas Moore head football coach Wayne Sullivan going to take a job as assistant principal in Sturgis 
32-year head coach for the Cavaliers, the only head coach they've had at STM on the football side. Mm-hmm. He's out of coaching right now. He's going to go take that job in Sturgis. What was your reaction to that? I was I was surprised, but yet, you know what? After a while, um, what happens is that uh, coaches become administrators. A little more job security, uh, something a little different. Uh, it has happened a lot uh, in Sioux Falls where, uh, you know, we, we saw Nate Melchow, a uh, longtime Washington basketball coach. He became uh, the activities director. Um, you know, we've, we've seen a number of those. Uh, Scott uh, Statham uh, was the football coach at Washington. He became the AD over at Sioux Falls Jefferson. I mean, so coaches, uh, there is kind of a – a step that they do take once once they have come to the point where you know what they don't want to coach anymore um, and want to get into administration that that's that's a logical step and uh, I wish Wayne all the best he's he's a great guy okay here's the one thing I know Wayne does want to continue coaching it's not going to happen um, right now so I will say that I know he wants to continue coaching. Um, but there in Sturgis as the assistant principal, he's not going to have that coaching opportunity. So you wonder, does a guy like Wayne Sullivan find his way back sometime? I, I wouldn't, you mean not back to St. Thomas more. No, just, I, I just coaching. Back to coaching. coaching yes. I, I think if, if that opportunity comes at Sturgis, and by golly, if I was Sturgis football, I would do anything I could to try to get Wayne to be a part of it. But, um, you know, he's going to have his hands full with a bunch of other stuff. And if that time comes where he, where he has the time commitment, um, I, I think he would try it. But I think right now this is something brand new, and I wish him all the best. Craig Maddock on tonight from Sioux Falls, SDPB Sports. Let's go to a baseball topic. I want to get your perspective. Um, I believe, Craig... We're going to find out in July from the Activities Association what they have heard from the schools on sanctioning high school baseball. They're Mm -hmm. getting feedback. July is the date where they said, well, we should know quite a bit what the public opinion is out there at these schools. I have a feeling it's coming here. What do you say? I will be surprised if it does happen. Really? Mainly mainly because of the cost factor. Our are these schools going to go ahead and accept additional costs uh, by adding baseball? I mean, it's working out pretty good right now with, with club baseball. And, you know, uh, Matt Zimmer, formerly the Argus leader, had a great story uh, here in the last week talking about uh, there are a lot of coaches who like the way it is set up right now. Um, you know, girls' softball became sanctioned. That became an extra cost for schools. Would baseball, um, you know, I, I told you before, if there is enough support in the schools to go ahead and add baseball, I, I have no problem with it. But I think right now with cost, the cost factor, the travel factor, uh, high school baseball is, is working out pretty good right now. I don't know if, if uh, the schools will say, yes, let's add that to our calendar. But if they do, uh, yeah, good for them. But if, if I still they do. think it's a money factor. Okay, that's interesting. Um, we're going to find out this summer kind of what people think, at least moving the process forward. I, I should say right. this. I think the process is going to get moved forward. Will it get voted on? Yes. I, I don't know. I think they're going to say, hey, we've heard enough to, to move it forward. And then, and then we'll see what happens. I think they're going to move it forward. We'll see. If it becomes sanctioned, high school baseball, 
What's the uh, most respected state championship when you think about sanctioning a sport? Is it high school baseball or is it still Legion in the state? Oh, I, by hands down, it's Legion baseball. Even if um, it's sanctioned. Yeah, I agree. Legion Legion ball has a great history. Plus, after you win a state title, you get to advance and take on other teams in other states. Where high school baseball, you know, you win a state title and you're done. So, so I think the Legion program is a little more prestigious, and certainly with Rapid City's history, Central Plains region, all that kind of good stuff, uh, dominating that in years past, I think that is more prestigious than high school baseball. Okay, okay. So what about the Legion programs working together with the high school programs? Uh oh What about that? Uh-oh. Uh, is that possible? Because right now, post-22 and post-320 have their teams. Those kids don't play at Stevens Central. Okay. If, there is, if there is sanctioned high school baseball, Legion will have to keep their hands off of those players what? Until, their, until their seasons are done. Whoa. Otherwise, you are ruining, you're ruining um, high, school, high school baseball. Uh, and teams that have, you know, if, if Rapid City Central has a, a fantastic team put together and then half of them go play for 22 and the other one, uh, you split up and you're, you're no chance to win a high school title. So Legion is going to have to keep their hands off until that season is done. Have you sent if, that memo yeah, to Post 22 by chance? Uh, <laughs> Post 22 does what it does. So <laughs> we, all, we all know that. You haven't Kelvin sent that Torvey, memo. Yeah. Kelvin Torvey is a great man, and he uh, he will do the best. Well, here's the thing. Legion, I, I, I look at it from this perspective. I know the politics here in town, and I know the programs and stuff. Legion says, we have our program, our teams. We're not really concerned about the high school teams. They see it very separately, very separately. And so I believe they would still say that, even if it's sanctioned, Craig. That, that's, that's my point. Well, you got a much better feeling uh, with Central and Stevens and if they, if they would jump into high school baseball and be sanctioned. I know in the back of their mind they got to think, yeah, but we're going to be still second fiddle um, when that time comes, you know, come June. You know, how many players are we going to have around? Is the season going to be done before Legion baseball gets rolling? Yeah. I, yeah. I, don't, I don't think it will. I think it's going to be similar to high school softball because here in two weeks, uh, you know, school's out and uh, the state softball championships coming up in Aberdeen. Yeah, 89% of my audience right now answers the question, should Legion baseball players play high school? Um, should the Legion programs let them play high school? 89% say yes, let them play. I agree. 11% say no, it's it's really up to the <laughs> Legion program. Um, last Old-timers one. there. Okay. Old-timers oh, okay. getting that vote. <laughs> uh, by the way, Craig, last one. No more one-and-one free throws in basketball. So you're going to be calling the games next year, and you better – I don't want you to mess up, so I'm going to give you this. No more one-and-ones. There's going to be five fouls in each quarter. Get you two yeah. shots automatic. Oh, boy. They're going to reset the fouls every quarter. This is what women's college basketball does right now. So boys, girls, high school, next year, no more one-and-ones. I don't like it. I just I'm, – I'm old and crusty. Why can't we have the same rules for every level? Why can't why can't we play halves? I mean, I would love to play halves in high school, 
because, you know, some states play halves, some play, states play quarters. You got college women with different rules, college men different rules, NBA is different rules. It's, it's ridiculous. I, I really don't like it. And, and don't give me that, that thing, well, it gets too rough uh, under the boards for a rebound of the one and one. Come on. <laughs> That's a bunch of hooey. I'm glad. I'm Please. glad we're on the same page. You and I are on the same page on this. It doesn't matter, by the way. Bring back the peach basket. Come yes. on. Let's go. <laughs> yes. And the leather helmets. No, no, no. Don't do that. Don't do that. Um, no more one and ones. So, Craig Maddock, if you're playing basketball, Look out! That one and one. I knew you would be a pressure cooker there. It's so, the automatic one oh, and one. Okay. I mean, it'd be uh-huh. making the first one. Yeah, I see. Um, in play podcast. Is it out? Do you have a new one? It will be out uh, next week. Which is, okay. of course, we got the state track meet coming up uh, uh, a week from this weekend, and we will be releasing a a brand new in play with one of the all time great boys runners uh, in South Dakota. So we'll tell you more about that next week. All right. Craig Maddock, the podcast is in play on SDPB Sports. He's on Twitter at Craig Maddock from Sioux Falls. Craig, thanks a lot. See you, Nate. All right. Appreciate it. Craig Maddock tonight on Twitter at Craig Maddock. Find his work, SDPB Sports, longtime South Dakota sports broadcaster. All right. Fired up through a lot of stuff. Me and Craig saying, keep the one-and-ones, please. Can we, I mean, is there anybody that well, I guess there is. I got some reaction saying, I like this. I like it. It's great. Two shots, five fouls, and I just want the challenge, not the over-legislation of trying to, you know, fix whatever. No more one-and-ones. What's going to happen in youth sports? I need to know this. I'm a big-time fourth-grade basketball coach, a big-time coach. I mean, I need to know if my team's going to shoot one-and-one or are we going to follow the high school rules because it's, one rule for youth, one rule for high school, one rule for college men, one rule for college women, one rule for NBA. All right, I'm done. Doug Gottlieb's in next. Fox Sports Radio national host on the way. Did you miss an interview or great segment on the Nate Brown Show? Just find the Nate Brown Show podcast and listen wherever you download your podcasts. At Ace Steel and Recycling in Rapid City, our goal is to make recycling your materials so quick, so easy, and so profitable that you'll become a lifetime recycler. At Ace Steel and Recycling, we buy, process, and ship scrap iron, automobiles, stainless steel, and aluminum, including cans and cast. We also buy insulated wiring, as well as copper, brass, lead, batteries, zinc, and tungsten carbide. Visit acesteelusa.com or give us a call at 342-8649. Ace Steel and Recycling, 2830 Eglin Street, Rapid City. We're all going somewhere. Going higher, faster, farther. Going in new directions to new places. At Monument Health, we keep going so you can keep going. We're dedicated to advanced orthopedic care with the latest innovations, technology, expertise, and treatment. So keep exploring. Keep making memories. Keep going with Monument Health as your partner. Learn more at monument.health slash orthopedics. 
need tires? Danny Meadow Toyota will match anyone's price on tires. Plus, give you two-year road hazard coverage and no extra charge. And for a limited time, get a $100 instant discount. Plus, any available manufacturer's rebates on sets of four tires. Our experts help you get the right tires for your vehicle. And we match any price, give you two years of road hazard coverage, and up to a $100 instant discount. That's how we roll. See us at Denny Meadow Toyota or JustHowWeRoll.com. Live from the Anytime Auto Sales Service and Details Studio, Sales, Service, and Recreation, this is Fox Sports Rapid City. Hey, welcome back in the Nate Brown Show Live, weekdays 4 to 6. It's the best lineup in sports radio. You know this, right? I mean, I don't have to tell you, but you know it. Dan Patrick in the morning, Colin Cowherd, Doug Gottlieb, and, of course, your afternoon drive. We're live. The Nate Brown Show, South Dakota Sports Talk Show on Fox Sports Rapid City. Doug's on one to three, and then he pops on right now. Puts in some OT. He's a worker. He's a grinder. Fox Sports Radio national host Doug Gottlieb here on the Nate Brown Show. Doug, good to have you. How are you? I'm well. I'm well. How are you? I'm doing good, man. Thanks for your time. I know you're always busy. Um, I know you're a big, you know, coach out there. You're heavily involved in basketball. So I got to ask you about this. We're getting a lot of reaction in South Dakota. No more one-and-one free throws in high school. National Federation of High School Association said they're going to make this national rule. No more one-and-ones. What do you say about that? I don't love it. So there's there's two different parts to it. So the first thing is, I actually think the NBA is is off on this deal, that the NBA should have one and one. And the logic behind it is, hey, this is the highest level of basketball. Um, every rule in place is designed for the best of the best, right? The three-point lines further, eight seconds to get across midcourt, shortest of the shot clocks, widest lane. Why do you have the easiest bonus free throws? Right, why is supposed to free throws? So the NBA should have some form of one-on-one, and I like that high school basketball. You know, you go to the five fouls each quarter instead of the seven, but they should have a one-on-one. It feels like, and the, the, here's the second part: it feels like they're being disingenuous with it, where they're saying it's because of uh, injury concerns on rebounds. We're like what? Like, come on, dude. What, what are we? What are we actually doing here? Why do you think they're doing it then? Is it? Is it? We just want to speed up the game. I don't know if it speeds it up a lot. Does it? I didn't know they. I, like, you need a shot clock. That's what needs to be put in. Put a shot clock in. Which, by you the know? way, we're on the cutting edge in South Dakota, Doug. I hate to tell you, we have had, We have a shot clock in high school hoops. Yeah, it should have a should have a shot clock. It, it doesn't have to be you know twenty four or thirty. It can be thirty five. Well, what is it in, in in high school hoops? It is thirty five. Yeah, I mean, like, look, I've become a huge proponent of a twenty four second shot clock. Coaching in Israel last summer, international style basketball. It just like those rules are just better. They're just the timeouts are better. The players can't call timeouts. Um, you know, I, I like everything about it. You know, you get in the second half, you get. I think what three timeouts, but only two you can, two you can use in the last five minutes of the game, four quarters. I mean, I like everything about it, and it, the shot clock resets to fourteen instead of resets the whole way through. But 
you know, basketball was designed as an aerobic activity. We don't need people holding the basketball. And uh, I understand the old days of holding it in four corners, and there's an art to being able to handle pressure and make somebody come out and guard you. But we, we need a universal shot clock. And then I, I feels like they're trying to eliminate the pressure from the game. And I, I don't like it, you yeah. know? I mean, as a guy, I was a great free throw shooter in high school, a terrible one in college. Um, and so, you know, two shots and no one-on-one probably would have elongated my career because, you know, two shots, I'll make one out of two, we'll be fine. But I, I think that that's part of the sport. Like, yeah. You can't eliminate the core part of the sport. And one of the core parts of sports is you get fouled at the end of the game, you got to make free throws. I'm with so, you on that. And, and there should be a reward for, hey, we weren't in foul trouble the whole fourth quarter. Now we foul. We shouldn't have the same penalty as the team that's been fouling the whole quarter. Do you not have a shot clock in California? Uh, there is – I don't know if there's a shot clock in California. I think there's a shot clock in California high school basketball. There's not in Oklahoma. I know that for a fact. And it's bad. I don't know if either one of these games was like 4-2 at the half. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> yeah, I'm with you on that. We we got one here. It's been in place for quite a while now. Uh, Doug Gottlieb on tonight. I wanted to get your take on the no more one-and-ones. So let's go to the NBA. Victor Wembenyama, 7-5 uh, wing. Can we tell if he is going to be one of the all-time greats right now? No. No. No idea. <laughs> Because what it takes to become an all-time great has not nothing to do with your measurables, but a lot less to do with your measurables than you think. Right? I mean, the perfect example is Jokic. I don't know if you watched last night. I mean, yes, yes. he's amazing. He's amazing. But, you know, at the same age, he was fat. He doesn't jump particularly high. You know, there's nothing spectacular athletically about him. Great basketball player. He's a great basketball player. Um what what you have is you have a lot of the you got a lot of the the that, that p word the potential and incredible length um, no baggage no off the court John Morant stuff versatile versatile defender can shoot can pass we don't truly know how tough he is uh, we don't know what he looks like when he adds weight and we really don't know what it looks like in a big game that really really matters. So those are the things that decide whether you're great or not. And I don't know. I mean, he's a freak of nature, but I also don't know how his body holds up and um, if he makes other people better. So all those things are very much up, up in the air. Before I let him run, Fox Sports Radio, Doug Gottlieb on the Nate Brown Show tonight. Um, who do you have in this series? Tell everybody, Nuggets or Lakers? That's the one I've got my eye on. A lot of Nuggets fans around here. Who do you have? I think the Nuggets are better. I think the Lakers win the series. Really? And I, I, I reserve the right to be wrong. I just, man, there's some things. They had that game. The game was won, wrapped up. And then, you know, they 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 also hit some crazy shots. I thought Jokic tired badly in the second half, especially in the fourth quarter. Um, and I just feel like the Lakers have, frankly, two dudes that have been there and have done that and have been stars before. Um, Jokic hasn't, and, you know, Jamal Murray, he had the bubble. And, you know, I love KCP. He was he was outstanding in the bubble for the Lakers. But I just, having not done it before, 
don't know. Something tells me the Lakers, uh, that that's the right pick, even though they're not the better team. I think the Nuggets wow. are the better team, but the better team doesn't always win. Doug Gottlieb tonight on the Nate Brown Show. He's on one to three weekdays on Twitter at Gottlieb Show. Follow him there. Doug, thanks for hopping on. I appreciate the time. Thanks a lot. Doug Gottlieb tonight. Great show. I always enjoy it. Weekdays here, 1 to 3, leading up to the Nate Brown Show on Fox Sports Rapid City. Uh, Find him on Twitter at Gottlieb Show. He takes Lakers. He goes Lakers. He says the Nuggets are better, and that's what I've been saying. I'm not too worried about watching after last night. I'm not too worried about the Nuggets. They were up the whole game. They dominated. Oh, he got close in the second half. They're late. I've watched a lot of Nuggets games. I've actually watched a lot of Lakers games. They're a lot better than they were. I think the Nuggets, Jokic, Jamal Murray, uh, who's been sick, by the way. Jamal Murray's had an ear infection. I don't know if anybody's aware of this, but he's been not outstanding. He's been pretty good with an ear infection. Nuggets are better. Nuggets are going to win that. Um, I really believe that. Doug doesn't like the one-and-one. Anyone else? Anyone else? Wait a second. We got a tweet here. Nate, it most definitely speeds up the game. No one-and-one. Go to an NCAA women's game and see how much better the game flows. I've been to a lot of women's games. I go to women's games. I watch women's games. Take my daughter and watch games. Um, I don't think it flows that much better. It's like having a two-shot penalty. You know how we get to 10 fouls and it's a, it's a two-shot grinder all the time? I, I feel like that happens a lot. And in the high school level, you're going to have way more fouls than at the college level. I mean, it's just not as clean of a game. So, so the college women doing it's one way. I'm talking about when it comes to the high school level, girls and boys, it's not just going to be like teams not fouling and it's going to be a fast game. I think you're going to be shooting a lot of two-shot free throws. A lot. Clock stopped. I don't think it's going to be as clean as the women's college game. That's that's my worry. I don't think it's going to speed up the game like the women's college game. Into the drive at 5 here tonight. Uh, by the way, thanks for sending that in. Uh, let's see. They should have FIBA step in and make USA basketball rules universal from youth to pro. Youth to pro. <laughs> oh, boy, you just opened up another can of worms there. We're going to have over-regulation from the national. So, so same rules from youth to the pros? Uh, you know, I like uniformity, but one size doesn't fit all. One size doesn't fit all. I get it. It's, it's tough. But free throws, one and one here, two shots here. I mean, I felt like that was a staple of the game from high school to college. It was the same. It was the same. NBA's kind of done their own thing, you know, legal defense and all that stuff. You used to not be able to play zone in the NBA, all that. Um, by the way, can you play zone in youth sports? Uh, there was a coach down in Nebraska who was really concerned. No, anyway, sorry, that's a side note. It's a bad memory. He was upset. Okay, into the drive at five. I have something for you, and it's this. There's numbers out on how many viewers watched Thursday night football streaming on Amazon. Okay, so Thursday night football used to be on NFL Network. Okay, some of these, right? So Thursday night football, Fox, it went to streaming Amazon. How many people still watched on the Amazon side? 
What does this tell us about streaming sports? I've got that number. And what if you told post-22 and post-320, all right, guys, we're sanctioning high school baseball. We're going to have state champions, uh, Stephen Central, sanctioned high school baseball. What would the post-22 and post-320 players do? I have my idea next. Live callers, big-time interviews, and breaking sports news. This is the Nate Brown Show on Fox Sports Rapid City. Huge savings on your auto and light truck tires now at Pops Tire Service. Get up to a $130 instant rebate on a set of four Michelin tires. Up to a $120 rebate on Bridgestone. Up to a $110 rebate on Firestone. Or up to a $150 rebate on Goodyear. Plus a $40 instant rebate on the installation of your Goodyear tires. That's up to $190 in Goodyear savings. Hurry, offers in May 31st. See store for details or visit us at PopsTire.com. Pops, we know tires and service. You should know Pops. Hi, this is Dan Jensen at Physio. It's time to register your athlete for the Physio Summer Sports Performance Training. As the official strength and conditioning partner for Stevens, Central, and Douglas, our team at Physio is ready to help your athlete make big strides this summer. With affordable training options at the schools or our new facility, Physio is committed to helping every athlete perform at their best. It's time to sign up and put in the work this summer. Become a faster, stronger, and better athlete with Physio. We will give you elite training at affordable prices. Sign up your athlete today at bhphysio.com. KIMM Rapid City and K294BD Rapid City. The Black Hills Sports Station, 106.7 FM and 1150 AM. Fox Sports Rapid City. I've been with Pioneer Bank around 11 years now, but I've used them for my business for the last five years. When I decided to be able to go into this business, I worked with Joni, who helped me get set up with banking for my business and just helping me figure out what I need to do to navigate being self-employed. Banking with Pioneer Bank makes me feel like that small town that I grew up in. They're just like family. They're there to help take care of you and to help you be successful. Pioneer Bank and Trust is local. Pioneer Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Talking with Brian from Anytime Auto Sales. Well, you've added another new camper line. That we have. We're proud to feature Rovelite campers from Travelite. You just got to come see these really well-built, awesome new campers. These little rigs have so many options for their size, it's unreal. A bit fancier and a step up from your basic small camper, complete with kitchen, refrigerator, gas range, sink, shower, toilet, memory foam mattress. As well as built-in furnace and air conditioning systems. Yes, sir. All the options you need and then some. It's incredible all the amenities these Rove lights have. Totally self-contained off-road suspension campers with built-in stereo and pre-wired for TV. We even have an all-electric version that you gotta come see. Now, if you want to go boondocking, this is the unit. With over 2 million acres just minutes away, it's time to head for the hills and do it in easy, affordable comfort. Now at Anytime Auto Sales. See AnytimeAnytime.com or the corner of Highway 79 and East Minnesota. Anytime Auto Sales. Hi, it's Colin Coward. Great to be in the Black Hills. Getting heard weekdays, 10 to 1 on 1067 FM and 1150 AM. Fox Sports, Rapid City. Hey, welcome back in. We are in the drive at five on a Wednesday on the Nate Brown Show. You found us. This is the first time listening to the show. Welcome in. 106.7 FM, 1150 AM. 
FoxSportsRapidCity.com. Live stream us there. If you missed some of the show, Doug Gottlieb joined us moments ago. Always good to talk ball with Doug. Great host. One to three weekdays here, so we get Doug every now and then. Locally in Rapid City, always great to have him. Go to the Nate Brown Show podcast. You can catch all of the guests, some of the segments, our opening monologue, the whole thing. Go to the Nate Brown Show podcast. Download it where you find your podcast: Apple, Google, Spotify, SoundCloud, Amazon, wherever you get podcasts. The Nate Brown Show podcast available. Brian knows on the way. Fox Sports Radio, live from South Bend, Indiana. And we're going to talk Black Hills Lacrosse. Hey, there's a big lacrosse tournament in town this weekend, so I wanted to highlight that. Head coach there, Zach Hockert, he'll join us coming up. Um, here's what I want to discuss right now. Um, you know, I, I've been talking here the last couple of days about this exclusive streaming game uh, that the NFL is going to have, the wild card game in January. They're going to have exclusively streaming on Peacock. And I admitted to you yesterday, I will get Peacock, $4.99 a month, for various reasons, I guess. I mean, I'm just going to get this stuff because I'm not going to miss games. I have the I have the, the whatever sports package on DirecTV. I mean, my wife looks at it it's like, do you need anything else? <laughs> we, we have everything. And my brother comes to visit. My brother, he's like, hey, uh, do you have this channel? You know, Wyoming's going to be playing on this. I'm like. Um, yeah, I have like anything you need when it comes to sports. So I'm going to get Peacock, okay? And, but I still am this old guy going, what is the NFL going to lose in the short term for money? Is the NFL going to lose anything for money? What about this number that just came out? It's a Wall Street Journal article interviewing Fox CEO... Uh, about what about the NFL shifting from Fox and NFL Network and that Thursday night game to Amazon. And so here's the latest from last year's games. Thursday night football, they weren't great games, I will say that, so I'll preface it with that. Thursday night football didn't have great games. He had Al Michaels, Kirk Herbstreet, everybody was like, oh, this will be great. I didn't love the product, the sound, the ambiance, the the whole thing, the presentation. I mean, I watched it, obviously, but I I didn't love it. You had to hop into Amazon. You had to hop out. I wanted to go check the news, stuff like this. It wasn't clean for me. And so I'm wondering, what did Thursday Night Football do from a numbers standpoint this past year? Wall Street Journal points out Thursday Night Football's reach on Amazon was down 42% but from being on Fox prior. How about that one for you? So so you <laughs> you you heard that number going to Amazon streaming for Thursday night football last year they lost 42% of the reach. Okay? And so by the way the Fox CEO said if I'm an NFL owner and I get those numbers, that's a disaster. That is a streaming disaster. Because you say, hey, we got all this money, a billion a year from Amazon. So here you go, guys. We're going to share this money. League revenue, league sharing. We're going to share this money. It's a billion a year. Oh, yeah, we're all fat and happy. You know that saying, right? 
Pigs get fat, right? Hogs get slaughtered. You know that saying? That's, I just have a feeling it's kind of like, how much more money can we get? Oh, let's get $110 million from Peacock for a wild card game. Just one game. Listen, let's bank that thing. Take it to the bank. Book it. Are you going to lose fans along the way? The NFL is king. I've always said it will be king no matter what. I didn't quite get, hey, is this streaming thing going to have an impact? Thursday night football on Amazon down 42% from the linear TV from Fox. That's a big number. That is a big number. Um, so just keep that in mind. And, and you have, you know, the owners are looking at saying, we got, we got to make money. That's what we're all about. But are we going to make money and have the best TV entertainment in the world? That's what the NFL is. It's entertainment. It's a TV show. But they're getting the paycheck instead of thinking about the product, I think. I think. Um, so Peacock's going to have the wild card game. And um, if it's anything like Thursday night football, it's down 42%. So keep an eye on that. Just mark my words today. From that Wall Street Journal article, I thought that was a huge number, huge drop from being on streaming rather on uh, TV. What about the wild card game numbers? So let's compare it. Let's watch the wild card game ratings, the reach, the numbers. Let's see what Peacock says they are, and um, let's see what it was on TV. Okay? I bet you it's going to be a pretty big gap. Um, okay, I want to get to this really quick. Okay? Last one on this. If if South Dakota um, sanctions high school baseball, if South Dakota does that, they're going to get everybody's opinions, and they're getting that right now from the schools. Should they move a process forward? It's got to be an application. It's got to be a vote, the whole thing. Let's say we go through that, and then we're going to know by July if we're even going to move forward with a discussion. Okay. It's still in the preliminary stages of, hey, do you guys even want to think about doing this? So in July, we're going to find out, will we move forward with a sanctioning discussion of high school baseball? There's this thing out here in Rapid City. It's well known. Post-22 and post-320 players play Legion baseball, and they don't play high school. They play Legion. They start early. They play um, not only games early, they, their off-season work is, is a lot, and they're in there putting in work, okay? So if you're a Legion baseball player, you're essentially not a high school player, okay? That's, that's the dynamic. What if we sanction high school baseball, and what if they say, hey, the Legion programs, you should really work with your high school programs, and you guys should, here's how the season's going to go. We're going to get done with the state championship by, I don't know, the end of May or, or early June. Can, can those players join your Legion team? Let's say that's a discussion from the Activities Association saying, hey, high school baseball sanctioned. It's a little bit different now. It's not just club baseball. Hey, Legion programs throughout South Dakota, including 22 and 320, you should let your players play high school baseball. What would the answer be to that? I have a feeling that this has been separate for a very long time. I have a feeling this is kind of into the fabric of this baseball community 
I think it is that Legion players haven't played high school. And I don't know, even if you said, hey, it's sanctioned, you should, you should maybe do that. I don't know if the Legion players would do that. I think I, I, think I actually kind of do know, and I don't think they would. Maybe I'm wrong, but that's my um, perception as I've looked at this over the years in Rapid City. As I've been you know, talking to both sides, okay, both uh, organizations here and the high school side. Because here's the other thing with the high school side. There are enough baseball players, Steven Central, they have teams, right? And some of these kids get great opportunities. They love playing high school baseball. There's some really nice high school baseball players. By the way, I want to I want to uh, point that out. They play high school. There's opportunities to for them to play high school. And then the Legion players play Legion. I have a feeling that's not going to change, even if it were sanctioned. That's what I believe. That's what I believe. Okay. Um, Lister text. It's up to the kids what they want to do. Um, it's not a big deal. So it's up to the kids, and uh, certain kids will play high school. Some of the Legion players just won't play high school baseball. Simple. Okay? Interesting. Interesting. That's, that's what I think as well. That's what I think when it comes to Rapid City and the baseball history here. High school baseball has been separate. Legion's been separate. Even if you said, hey, it's sanctioned, I don't think you're going to tell the Legion programs, hey, now all your players are going to play high school. I, I don't think that's going to happen. And by the way, I think the other kids um, playing high school enjoy it right now and the whole thing. I think. Okay? Stevens has put together a pretty nice program, I will say. Pretty nice program. Coming right back with Brian No, we're late. We got to get to him. Fox Sports Radio national host Brian No is on the way. You're listening to the Nate Brown Show. Follow us and watch the show live on Twitter at Nate Brown Show. Have you hit a pothole or curb with your car? Does your vehicle need an adjustment or have an alignment, shock, or strut issue? Black Hills Tire is your one-stop shop for complete automotive service and repair in the Black Hills area. Trust your vehicle with no one else but Black Hills Tire. Contact Weston, Denise, and the guys at Black Hills Tire, where honesty, reliability, and safety is their top priority. Black Hills Tire voted the number one shop for automotive repair and brake repair and tire store in the Black Hills. Ask about their free pickup and delivery. Black Hills Tire. Check them out online at blackhillstire.com. Here's your Fox Sports Rapid City forecast. Foggy skies expected tonight with a chance for scattered thunderstorms. Lows level off around 49. Northwest winds 8 to 15 miles per hour. High temperatures reach up to 70 tomorrow. Partly cloudy. Lows level off around 40 tomorrow night. Sunny skies and calm Friday with daytime highs approaching 67. 81 Saturday. That's your forecast on the Black Hills Sports Station, Fox Sports Rapid City. Currently, it's 57. Coming off a great week, Black Hills Harley-Davidson has 25 fresh trades that need to go. Hi, this is Kelly Rang. We have truckloads of new models arriving, and we are running out of room. Take advantage of this unique situation and save big on all pre-owned in stock. How about an 08 Softail Custom or a 2010 Super Glide Custom? Your choice, just $69.95. Or how about an 07 Ultra or an 07 Heritage for just $79.95? We need to make room, and you need a new-to-you Harley, so now is the time to save big. See them all at Black Hills Harley-Davidson in Rapid City, or check us out online at blackhillshd.com. 
Shop the Black Hills' best selection of used cars, trucks, and SUVs at Denny Mental Rapid Chevrolet. Many late model local trades, GMCs, Rams, Fords, imports, and more. Plus, used Chevys and GM certified pre-owned. Get financing as low as 2.9% APR on select GM certified pre-owned. Shop over 300 used vehicles and buy with no money down, no payments for 90 days. See us at Denny Mental Rapid Chevrolet or DennyManholRapidChevrolet.com. Length the finance contract is limited. Offers with qualified credit. Consumers everywhere are loving the benefits of buying locally produced food. Not only is it fresher and more nutritious, it's also good for the local economy. With state-of-the-art facilities throughout the Midwest, the Village Hearth buns you already love are baked and delivered fresh daily to your local grocer. So whether you like unsliced old-fashioned hamburger and hot dog buns or prefer classic white or wheat, just look for the familiar red Village Hearth logo on the package and you've made the right choice. Village Hearth buns, locally baked and delivered fresh daily. Live from the Anytime Auto Sales Service and Details Studio, Sales, Service, and Recreation, this is Fox Sports Rapid City. Hey, welcome back. The Nate Brown Show Live on a Wednesday, packed tonight. Oh, well, that's, how, that's the way we like it. Lined up and ready. The Drive at 5 brought to you by Summit Automotive Group. When it comes to pre-owned selection in Rapid City, the best cars, trucks, SUVs are there. The best car buying experience truly really built around you, the Summit difference. Take a look online. You can look at the inventory before you buy. I encourage that. SummitAutoGRP.com. Just take a look before you buy and drop by East Highway 44. SummitAutoGRP.com. Brian Noe is in. Fox Sports Radio. It's a double hitter of the Fox Sports Radio, guys. Unbelievable. We had Doug Gottlieb moments ago. We got Brian No. Brian, it's good to have you. How are you? Nate, I'm fantastic. Shout out to the Black Hills. I want to know. Hit me with honesty. Do you like me or Gottlieb more? <laughs> Let me know. Um, well, I like you quite a bit because, I mean, you're a regular. You're a regular, Brian No. I mean, you are the real deal. Um, and I will say, you've been to the Black Hills. Doug keeps talking about it, and he's never been here. He keeps talking about it. So it sounds it sounds like you're leaning me without committing <laughs> to me is what it sounds like. You're avoiding the question, Nate. I've been known to be PC, okay? I've been known, <laughs> I've been known to, hey, you don't want to burn those bridges with Dougie. Okay, um, here we go. Let me ask you about this. The NFL numbers from streaming. This is interesting to me. It's in a Wall Street Journal article talking to the Fox CEO. And when Thursday Night Football left TV and went to Amazon last year, the Thursday Night Football reach down 42%. And Fox CEO said, that's a disaster if I'm an NFL owner. I, I don't know what's going on other than if those numbers are down 42% going to streaming, that hits me a little bit. I hear you. They're definitely looking at the long game because there's no way with the numbers you rattled off there, Nate, that they would sign even a one-game uh, deal with Peacock for a wild-card game. There's no way they would continue going down that road if they weren't thinking of the long game here. So, yeah, they're taking a short-term hit with what you just rattled off there. 
And it would certainly be alarming in the short term, but they're looking at it with the long haul. They're thinking of the long game here, and maybe it'll bear fruit down the road. It's certainly not doing that yet, but they think it will in time. That's the only reason they're doing this. Okay, okay, so you say long game, like, hey, streaming's where it's at. we got to expand our reach there. we got to get into that game. I had a different take on it, Brian. I said, it feels like the NFL's thinking right here, right now, I want $110 million from Peacock for a wild card game because that's just an obscene amount of money for one game. So give me the money. We don't care if we lose some casual fans along the way. That's what I'm. That's what I'm thinking. They're thinking right here, right now. Money. Um, I think that's part of it, but they're not. They're not hurting for money in terms of that game. And you know, when you think about Peacock, that has what 21 million million subscribers right now. Peacock's doing it because they're they're essentially trying to buy subscribers using the NFL for yes, that. Yes. So it gets. I get why they're doing it. And with the NFL, yeah, it's a cash grab, but when you're downsizing your audience for a wild card game, that is a dangerous game to play. But they're thinking of, hey, streaming is the future. We at least want to have a big toe and then maybe like a pinky toe. We want a couple of toes in those streaming waters. Because, look, man, when you're taking a 42% cut, that's significant, and that's not just for one game. That's for an entire Thursday night slate. And then they added the the game on Black Friday, yeah. and that's a streaming game as well. So they're definitely thinking of the long haul. Yeah, the cash grab for one game, that's nice, but they're absolutely – they've got their eye on hopefully this bears major fruit down the road. Brian No on tonight. Uh, he's on Twitter at The No Show. You hear him right here on Fox Sports Radio. And he joins the Nate Brown Show, South Dakota Sports Talk Show. Um, what's your opinion of the streaming? I feel like the oldest man in South Dakota um, when I talk about, oh man, I, you know, more streaming games. Oh great, I got to buy Peacock, and and I'm gonna, I, I get it. I've got a lot of streaming stuff, um, so I'm gonna get it. But I feel like I, I just don't love the streaming avenue, and I wonder if that opens a door to a lot of this, the pay per view. Yeah, I hope not. I really hope not. And we're a far cry from the Super Bowl being on pay-per-view. I feel like that's just a different category with the amount of money that these ads generate. Think about it. It's $7 million on average for a 30-second commercial during the Super Bowl. That's freaking insane. So I don't know all the you know, math gymnastics you would have to do and, and what it equates to, but I think we're far away from – the Super Bowl on pay-per-view. I really hope it's not there. I'm a little bit like you, Nate. I feel like the old man as well. But it's just it's not easy to navigate. I don't know about you, but during commercials, I like flipping around a little bit. Yes, It's yes. just not easy to flip around streaming-wise. It's not at all. And the thing that I really don't like about it, it's less about flipping around. And I just want to watch these games, and I think it's fun when we've all seen the games. Like NFL fans, we can talk about the games. We can compare notes. I can say, I think you're crazy for saying this is the guy to blame for that loss or what have you. But when you only have 21 million subscribers on Peacock, there are going to be a lot of NFL fans that don't see that wild card game. And I think that's sad. I'll move heaven and earth to watch the game, 
but it's not as fun if I can't talk to one of my buddies afterward about the game because he didn't see it and he didn't go and grab Peacock. That's the one thing I dislike the most about it. Okay. I'm with you on that. I'm going to get Peacock. I don't have it right now, by the way, bringing it to the Brown household. I mean, I have this stream and that stream, and, you know, I just like watching sports and news, so I really don't need streaming for that. Um, but I'm going to get Peacock, so add me to the list. Uh, here we go. I'm going to go college football, Brian. You're right there, South Bend, Notre Dame, the whole thing. Notre Dame's trying to get a media rights deal, a new one. And they're trying to get a lot of money per year because everybody in the Big Ten and the SEC is getting a lot of money per year from these media deals. So Notre Dame's one aspect. But I look over the ACC. They're having meetings right now this week, the ACC, about where are we going from here? Do you think Florida State and Clemson are worth more? If they Should they get more money in a TV deal that they've already signed that's good for the next 13 years? Um, do I think they would get more money? Do you think than what they, they should? Currently have? Do you think they should? That's what they want. Well, I think it depends what they're affiliated with. Do they jump to a conference that's better than the ACC? My guess would be yes. And if they do, that's just the way it's going to go. They're going to be more valuable. Think about the Big Ten and how much money that they've gotten, and they've gotten a couple of extra schools there, USC, UCLA, they're about to jump in the next year to the Big Ten. So I think when you can boost your portfolio, yeah, the conference is going to get more if they have more impressive schools. And if you're the school going to a more impressive conference, then, yeah, I think that you're going to rake in some more cash as well. Florida State's trying to get more money right now. They say, hey, I know we're in this deal in the ACC. In order for us to stay, hey, we should get more money than other schools in the current deal. Yeah. Oh, I hear you. Yeah. I I like what they're thinking because (laughs) it, it really would be like this, Nate. Think about quarterbacks, right? If it worked the same way, and I know it doesn't, but let's say a quarterback has his current deal. If Patrick Mahomes came out and said, I just want another Super Bowl. I'm worth more than this current deal. I want to make more than what I'm set to earn. Mm. Or I'm going to go play for the Dolphins or whatever. Like, If it worked the same way, then he would get more money in that moment. And so you see all the realignment going on in college football and this team going to this conference and that team bailing and going over here. So if Clemson and Florida State say, we're out of here unless, like, yeah, I actually do think that they stand to earn more because if the ACC doesn't want to crumble, they got to open up the checkbook. So it'll be really interesting to see what they ultimately decide. Brian No on tonight, Fox Sports Radio national host, one of my favorites on Fox Sports Radio. How about that? I mean, he's one of my favorites. Brian, good to have you. Thanks for hopping on. I Will not rest, Nate Brown, (laughs) until I am your absolute favorite. I'm not sleeping until that happens, Nate. I might not sleep until I'm 72 years old. You're up there. So freaking be it. All right. You're up there. You know that. Thanks, Brian. You got it, man. Always. I appreciate it. Uh, Brian, no, great job. Great host. Uh, Love his uh, takes. The No Show on Twitter. Find him on Twitter at The No Show. Brian, no, great host on Fox Sports Radio. Honestly, honestly. Um, that's the funny thing is, you know, some of these guys are very genuine. So, you know, a little peek behind the curtains here. You know, 
I text some of these guys and the guys I've gotten to know over the years. Some are very, very genuine. A guy like Brian Noah's, guy like Doug Gottlieb, very genuine. Some, eh, I'll leave it to your imagination. But uh, nonetheless, I've had usually pretty good interactions uh, with some of the national guys, and those guys are great. Um, let's go to this. There is a big tournament here in Rapid City this weekend. It really is. What about this sport? Has it grown in popularity? There are kids playing it that, you know, I, I don't think these, even, these kids even knew about this sport. Will this sport um, gather more kids in it? It's, it's going pretty well. It's got a lot of kids, girls, boys. Black Hills Lacrosse hosting a tournament. Teams are coming in from all over. We're going to talk to the head boys coach next. You're listening to the Nate Brown Show. Deadwood's biggest giveaways await you at First Gold Gaming Resort. Every Friday through Sunday, win a share of $8,600 in promo play through Hot Seat Drawings. Win $1,000 cash at the top of every hour from 5 till 11 p.m. on Saturday nights. Strike it rich quick on Saturday, May 27th during First Gold's $18,000 Golden Cash Blast. And don't miss our $2,000 slot tournaments every Friday and Sunday. First Gold Gaming Resort. It's where Deadwood begins and the winning never ends. At Black Hills Federal Credit Union, we are committed to improving the lives of our members and bettering our communities. As your community credit union, we're here to get to know you and your unique needs. From extended service hours to the newest technology, we have you covered. Stop by any location to get started or text or call 605-718-1818. BHFCU is member-owned, not-for-profit, and federally insured by the NCUA. If you're in the market for a vehicle right now, you probably have noticed it's sometimes hard to find the right one. That's where Summit Automotive Group steps in. Stacy and Matt and their staff working hard to get a great selection of pre-owned vehicles at affordable prices. At Summit Automotive, they have a different outlook on selling you a vehicle. You'll experience stress-free shopping, friendly, honest service with no high-pressure sales gimmicks. Before you buy, drop by East Highway 44, SummitAutoGRP.com. The doctors and staff at Black Hills Orthopedic and Spine Center have provided expert bone, joint, and muscle care to patients in the Black Hills area since 1976. Whether you're an elite athlete, a weekend warrior, or just want to continue your active lifestyle, the orthopedic experts at Black Hills Orthopedic and Spine Center will help you stay in the game. Don't let an injury keep you from doing the things you love. Trust the team at Black Hills Orthopedic and Spine Center, specializing in what moves you. Learn more at bhosc.com. Great news. I just got the State Farm Personal Price Plan on our home and auto insurance. You told our agent about my thing for romance novels? No, you don't have to get that personal. Our agent just helped me choose affordable options to create a personalized price just for us. Oh, sweet. Then you won't believe the love triangle Jen is in now. Contact me, State Farm Agent Scott Carlson, to create your personal price plan today. Prices vary by state. Options selected by customer. Availability and eligibility may vary. From the kennel to the coop, whatever the season, Fleet Farm has everything to keep your animals happy and healthy. From training your pup to sit season, to mastering those retrieval skills season. From clipping your horse for competition season, to keeping the backyard birds well-fed season. And of course, loving your pets like family season. There's a reason people say, if Fleet Farm doesn't have it, you don't need it. Because we have it all. Fleet Farm, built for real life. 
Live from the Anytime Auto Sales Service and Details Studio, Sales, Service, and Recreation, this is Fox Sports Rapid City. South Dakota Sports Talk Show. We are live, 106.7 FM, 1150 AM. Stream us at foxsportsrapidcity.com all the time. Packed lineup tonight. Go to the Nate Brown Show podcast. If you miss some of the show each day, go to the Nate Brown Show podcast. Every show, every guest. Tonight, Craig Maddock from Sioux Falls, Doug Gottlieb from L.A., Brian No, Fox Sports Radio from South Bend. We go local, regional, national. Let's go local right here. They get a Black Hills lacrosse tournament this weekend. It's going to be out at the Black Hills Rapids Complex, okay, Dakota Fields out there. Now, I didn't play lacrosse. Lacrosse is a sport that's gained in popularity. And this Black Hills Lacrosse Association has been really solid, providing exceptional opportunities for the local kids, girls, boys, to play high-level lacrosse. They're going to host the tournament teams coming in from all over the place, actually. North Dakota, uh, from Watertown. So let's go to Zach Hawker. He's the boys' head coach. Black Hills Lacrosse getting set for the tournament this weekend. Coach, good to have you on. How are you? I'm doing good, Nate. Thank you. Well, I appreciate your time. I know uh, you got the tournament and, and the whole thing. We'll get to that. I'm going to ask you about lacrosse in general. Do you think people here in Rapid City – know enough about it um where's it at in the landscape you know here in town it's 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 still in the infancy um you know i i think uh we we adopted hockey with the rush uh pretty well and and if you came out to watch a lacrosse game it'd be very very similar uh very action-packed um i think they'd really get into it we just got to get our name out there a little more okay um i i look at it and i say Kids started playing this thing uh, here in town. It, it's had grown in popularity. And when, when you look at it, this is one of those things. How do you keep the kids um, coming up, right? The, the younger kids, how do you get them engaged? Sure, and that's always that's the toughest thing in any sport. Um, uh, basically, what we try to do is give them give them those opportunities right away. Uh, we have a we have a U10 program that that doesn't travel. We do some house league stuff. Okay. Um, but then after that, you know, we we get them right in there. We travel. We do all the all the things that the older kids do, so they can see and and, and look in, at all the other uh, uh, kids and see what they're doing, and, and we expose them to that right away. Um, and that's what we really had a lot of luck with is is they're they're really getting into the sport uh, right away. Why do you love the sport? Um, what's your background with it, Zach? Why why are you passionate about it as the head coach of the boys' team? Uh, yeah, so it's kind of kind of funny. I, I didn't pick up lacrosse until I got to college. Uh, out in Minnesota, they had a, a club team. Um, I thought it'd be a lot of fun. I grew up playing hockey, so it was a similar type uh, type sport. Um, so I played all all four years in college. I really fell into it, and then, you know, with my career, I moved out here to the Black Hills, and I thought, you know, it'd be it'd be over and done with. Uh, but lo and behold, they had just started a program um, a few years after I got here. Uh, it's kind of funny. I went to a, a friend's rugby game and I saw the markings uh, for lacrosse on the field because they use the same field. 
and uh, I reached out and and was able to get an opportunity to to help out a little bit, and then it's just really grown from there. Um, I, I'm I'm really passionate in in giving these young men an opportunity uh, to find some other sport um, that currently wasn't around, and and now that this thing's grown, it's it's really it's getting hot. Um, but I, I'm really passionate about giving them those uh, opportunities and, and being able to show them, you know, how the sport's supposed to be played, and and uh, it's been a lot of fun. This is Zach Hawker, and he joins us tonight. Black Hills Lacrosse Association. He's the head boys coach for the Black Hills Shock. Um, so Black Hills Lacrosse Association's hosting. Rumble in the Hills this weekend, Saturday and Sunday, out at Dakota Fields. Teams from all over the region coming in to play lacrosse. If you haven't checked this out, it, I, I would say it's like hockey on grass a little bit. Um, so kids are going to get after it this weekend. There's 14 states that sanction high school lacrosse. They actually sanction high school. So, so it's not like really, really mainstream. Do you think numbers will ever get there? I know Watertown has a team, but it's kind of hard, right? It's still not in some communities. Right. Yeah. You know, uh, COVID, COVID really kind of threw a wrench in our plans. We were really growing. We had, we had eight varsity programs here at one time okay. between North Dakota and South Dakota, and we were kind of on our way. Um, school sanctioning is probably a pipe dream for us. Uh, we'll probably stay at the club level um, until, you know, some of the bigger areas around us. Uh, Minnesota uh, is already sanctioned. Obviously, Colorado is. Um, but like Montana, um, Nebraska, they have uh, club programs. Once they get uh, kind of more up into the schools, I think that's when we'll see it here. But for the time being, it'll, it'll probably stay club. Zach Hawkard on tonight, Black Hills Lacrosse Association. He's the head boys coach. So this weekend, um, I know you 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 know you got teams coming in from all over. What type of uh, play is this? I said pretty high level play for our kids to be involved in a tournament like this. Yeah, you know, uh, our, our league, um, like you had uh, mentioned before, is North Dakota, South Dakota. So we're going to have teams from Watertown, Grand Forks, Fargo, Bismarck, um, you know, coming down and, and, and playing. And, and we've all been around for quite some time, so the skill level is quite high. Um, you know, we're, we're getting to the point now where we're putting together, you know, summer travel teams, and, and some of these kids are actually starting to get looks from colleges around the nation. So it's actually it's, it's getting really good. Black Hills Lacrosse, Rumble in the Hills Tournament. I think it's a lot of fun. It's a great opportunity if kids haven't been involved in it. You're looking for a new sport. I know they're looking for players as well. Black Hills Lacrosse Rumble in the Hills Tournament this weekend. Head coach of the boys' side, Zach Hockert. Zach, thanks for coming on. Good luck to you this week. Thanks for having us, Nate. Really appreciate it. Yeah, I appreciate you coming on. I wanted to highlight that a little bit. There's always these various sports, right? Maybe you don't know a ton about You don't know all the back uh, backdrop. Like I said, I, I didn't play hockey but I know hockey has gotten popular. So I'm trying to highlight some of this stuff that, hey, this is a, this sounds like a good sport. Uh, listener text coming in. Nate, it is hockey, but on grass. Very good sport. Um, all right. Rumble in the Hills is the tournament. Black Hills Lacrosse Association. They're, the team's called the Shock. Boys program, girls program. Teams coming in from Fargo, Mandan, Watertown, Bismarck this weekend. Black Hills Lacrosse Tournament in town. Good luck to the players. You got to be tough. I know that. Fast, tough. I've watched lacrosse on TV. It's getting some coverage. College, college lacrosse, uh, pretty big. Pretty big in some of these uh, programs. Who's hot and who's not tonight? I've got something for you before I go tonight, okay? Who's hot category? I've got plenty of uh, news there. And I'm going to go down this road. Um... This college bait, uh, I, I should say this, 
college baseball team gets paid. It's a, it's a college baseball team where every player now is going to get paid a, oh, dare I say a salary? Well, what are we doing? That's next. This is the Nate Brown Show. At Ace Steel and Recycling in Rapid City, our goal is to make recycling your materials so quick, so easy, and so profitable that you'll become a lifetime recycler. At Ace Steel and Recycling, we buy, process, and ship scrap iron, automobiles, stainless steel, and aluminum, including cans and cast. We also buy insulated wiring, as well as copper, brass, lead, batteries, zinc, and tungsten carbide. Visit acesteelusa.com or give us a call at 342-8649. Ace Steel and Recycling, 2830 Eglin Street, Rapid City. Here's your Fox Sports Rapid City forecast. Cloudy skies expected tonight with a chance for scattered thunderstorms. Lows level off around 49. Northwest winds 8 to 15 miles per hour. High temperatures reach up to 70 tomorrow. Partly cloudy. Lows level off around 40 tomorrow night. Sunny skies and calm Friday with daytime highs approaching 67. 81 Saturday. That's your forecast on the Black Hills Sports Station, Fox Sports Rapid City. Currently, it's 57. Here at Pizza Ranch, we believe in happy accidents. Like in 1964, when a Buffalo, New York restaurant owner accidentally bought chicken wings instead of chicken necks. The 60s were a crazy time. Well, decades later, and the mistake-turned-masterpiece is now at Pizza Ranch. Introducing our new traditional and boneless chicken wings, tossed in our signature sauces. Two more ways to get the country's best chicken available for carryout and delivery. Maybe it wasn't an accident after all. Just delicious fate. Pizza Ranch. Live from the Anytime Auto Sales Service and Details Studio, Sales, Service, and Recreation, this is Fox Sports Rapid City. All right, it's who's hot and who's not on the Nate Brown Show, brought to you by the Pizza Ranch. Uh, the Pizza Ranch has been with us from the start. Support the businesses that support our community. And it's the Pizza Ranch, from youth sports to activities in the community. The Pizza Ranch, locally owned, two locations, great place. PizzaRanch.com for carry-out delivery specials right now. PizzaRanch.com from your local Pizza Ranch. Who's hot and who's not on Fox Sports Rapid City? How about this one in my who's hot category? I'm going to go down this road. A lot of times some of these sports don't get the love of the big money, the NIL money. So here's an NIL deal. You don't hear about these a lot, but Texas Tech baseball, every player on the roster is signing a five-figure NIL payment. Five-figure. and So I don't know. Is it 10000 Is it is it $20,000? Uh, Texas Tech baseball. I mean, we're not talking football. Um, so, yeah, the Matador Club, that's their NIL collective. And they've signed the entire Texas Tech baseball team now. Every player is going to get a five-figure NIL deal. Texas Tech baseball. Wow, look at that. Um, in our Pizza Ranch, who's not tonight? Pizza Ranch, who's not category tonight? Forbes is out today with the number one earning athletes in the world. And it is all the top three not Americans, not American sports, not football, not not anything like that. It is football. It, you, you should know this. It is 
Mbappe from France at number three, 120 million. Lionel Messi, 130 million. Argentina, Cristiano Ronaldo, number one still in the world in his salary he, and, and endorsements, 136 million this past year. 136 million. In my who's not, I guess I'll put LeBron. I mean, LeBron, you got you got movies, you, you got LA, you got the whole thing. He's doing fine. He's the number one American sports earner in 2022. He made $119 million. Endorsements in basketball, $119 million. That puts LeBron at number four, not number one. Thanks for listening. I appreciate it. The Nate Brown Show podcast going up right now. And we're back tomorrow on a Thursday. Odd Couple's on the way.